thought the job was done. They thought it was all behind them. But sometimes, the past doesn't stay where it belongs. Now, Brad and Andrew must fight to protect all that they've built. The stakes have never been higher. And the beer has never been colder. This year, the epic continues. This is the Brew and View Podcast. to this mm-hmm. i should have watched groupers i am or, so excited the next time we will talk yeah i will have watched grouper so yes groupers of course a movie made by uh former guest of the show uh some say this is where he got his start uh friend anderson Cowan. yeah friend of the show um he likes us more than we like him whatever no, um, super excited. Yeah, um, Brad, you were nice enough to arrange um, him as a guest once, uh, not too long ago, last summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, you, if you think about it, like, you think about how hard it is to make a movie or how long it takes to make a movie, mm-hmm. like, all the things that go into it. Um, I just heard the After Disaster this week, like, he just this week, uh, got an offer from a distributor. Nice. It's awesome. So, yeah. So that's good. But you think about that. That was a year and whatever, a couple months ago that we talked to him. But and right. he had wrapped shooting, you know, a couple months before that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a long process to make a movie. Yeah. I'm one. I'm. Yeah, I'm one behind on. uh 
Yeah. Oh, the, the last two have been really funny. Yeah. Mike, Mike has uh, killed it the last two times. <laughs> he says one thing. that I was at work today. I was, I was putting up a piece of crown. Mm-hmm. And I like had I doubled over laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and it was about boners. So, uh. <laughs> so yeah, I'll 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 hear boner and I'll think of you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, yes. Uh, by that oh. time, I'll be. Uh, so I'm. Yeah, I'm excited to hear that or watch, see that, yeah. and uh, come back and explain and or talk to you guys about that. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah, you're not gonna uh, kick him out the uh, front of the theater for smoking, are you? No, I'm, I was trying to think of things I could do, but yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy. I'm just gonna be like, hey, talk to you a while ago. Yeah, oh, yeah. nothing. I mean, nothing's gonna top the uh, the police officer. <laughs> no, that was pretty sweet. Yeah, a um, little inside baseball, um, but we're we're fans of the after disaster, so go listen to that yeah. too. Check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, so, anyways, uh, we are doing a back-to-back podcast tonight. Uh, yeah. Andrew's going up to New York City. New York City. Yeah. Uh, he's going to hang out and cheating on me with another guy mm-hmm. uh, for a weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to be within 200 miles of me. Yeah. You know, uh, probably a two-and-a-half-hour trip. Yeah. Or well, so. actually... Um... I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but last time I talked to Matt, he was like, we have to go. We have to go down to Pennsylvania. I was like, oh, it's up for me, but okay. But no, I uh, I know. I'm in, in striking distance. <laughs> yes, you are within, yeah. You're a nuclear, tactical nuclear range. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, you'll be going up there. So we're doing a back-to-back thing yes. here. We uh we did some stuff last week. So we're, we, it is, we're like in the middle of scary season. Yeah. Uh, my son is, I don't know if I've talked a whole lot about this on the other podcast. I don't know how much I've talked about it. Like he loves the idea of scary movies. Like right now, um, his cousin, it, who's a year older than him, mm-hmm. is all into Jason Voorhees. Nice. 13th. And Liam likes the idea of it. He has a hockey mask and a machete. And he runs around and tries to scare everybody. Nice. You know, when I come home from work, you know, they uh, sometimes I come home from work late and, it, and it's dark out. They'll uh, turn out the lights or uh, we he puts caution tape up across the door and tries to scare me and stuff. Uh, but yeah, he he likes the idea of it because you're a finished carpenter. That's right. That's right. Caution uh, work zone. No. <laughs> it, it makes it. Yeah, it's a little scary. Um, it's crown but, molding. <laughs> Clown molding. Mm. Um, Clowntergeist. Uh, so he likes the idea of it, but I, I'm like, I can't, I can't honestly, because I like my sleep and I don't want to have to go over to his bed when he's yeah. screaming and, uh, and, and comfort him in order to watch the first. Well, like Jason doesn't even put the mask on until episode or the third. Movie, yes, right? yeah, it's Friday the Thirteenth, three D. That's when he yeah. gets the hockey mask, and uh, yeah, the first one he's not really in it. it. Well, yeah, he's like at the end. Yeah, the boy yeah. in the lake. Yeah, spoiler. Uh, but yeah, it's his mom, and in the second one he has a like a burlap sack on his head. And then the third one, like halfway through, that's when he gets the hockey, like Ken Dryden mask. Yeah. I think. And it's, uh, 
Yeah. They're, it's and, all been and, uphill from here, downhill. It's yeah. I, I love the third one. I I think it's a great one. Um, yeah. As someone who, I think I've talked about this several times. Slog through them all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, third one's great. I think the only movie we've watched together. Oh yeah, Jason, Jason takes, Manhattan. takes Manhattan. Yes, at uh, Nick's <laughs> Beer Garden. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was so funny because the, I mean that movie's horrible but we were we would be having a conversation and then we would just all all of a sudden be fixated be looking yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and look here you're gonna be taking manhattan in a week yeah so you're gonna be there as people will listen to this so we'll see how it goes i probably won't talk about it much sounds sounds like it's not gonna be a lot of fun no saints bye weeks who cares (laughs) Uh, anyways, that's all I've got. I don't have a fantasy team anymore. That's all right. And, well, <laughs> as long as we're talking about Mavs, we'll talk about uh, Span Void. This yes. week you can, you can hear the Field of Screams episode. Yeah. Hopefully all the audio came through really well, and Jim had his level later working. Um, because I'm telling you, it uh, – let me – so this plays Field of Screams. And, mm-hmm. I, like, I wish you lived closer because it is worth the price – of admission um you, there's four attractions there's like this haunted like hey ride did you go on mm-hmm. and it is i mean th- they spared no expense and then there's like this uh, oh so it's uh, jurassic park but it's like it's a demented hershey <laughs> park that's exactly what i said so like <laughs> that's like, awesome you're, i'm like i'm not even kidding like you're walking through and there's like games like zombie heads you can throw into like trash cans instead of basketballs through hoops and stuff like like you're That's looking awesome. in like hot dog stands and all that stuff and, and instead of like like um either mickey mouse or a giant hershey bar walking through is like a, a thing there's a guy with a chainsaw chasing kids through like you would see this the whole time it it was amazing it was it was fantastic um yeah it was uh yeah it was um uh it sounds like a blast. Like it's the the haunted house thing is one thing. I'm not crazy about them. I've done a few. Um, I actually what? did Eli Roth's one, oh. um, which actually maybe we'll we'll talk about a little bit later because um, I do have a movie that's kind of in that vein. Cool. Um, but it is it does kind of suck. Like it's just like you go to the haunted house and that's it. So I think it's cool. Yeah. It was. Like uh, it, it's on. like a demented Disneyland, and yeah. you go through. And there's, there's like a, a, an insane asylum. There's like this uh, kind of like a, a post post apocalyptic world, like a um, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, but like you walk through, and like people were like kind of deformed and stuff, and uh, you know, and like you're walking like this one thing. You, I, we walked for 15 minutes through this whole like maze of stuff, and like. All kinds of crazy shit. Um, they had a um, uh, uh, like a like a haunted house, but like really well done. Like everything was like not only like people jump out and scare you, but you like you had to like crawl through places and like you know, like a place that was like totally pitch dark and like you're crawling. All of a sudden, you crawling over a body. Oh wow! Yeah, oh. it's it's pretty cool. So yeah. <laughs> Check out uh, Spanaboy. It was fun. Uh, awesome. It got in the spirit, and especially for this week with our, our list of movies you should be watching that are streaming yes. right now. Uh, it got me in the mood for it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I have a ton. I've got, um, I broke it down, uh, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu, yep. um, which they're not a sponsor of the show, but I am a huge fan of Hulu. Uh, I've yeah. only been using it for a couple weeks now. Um, but it's awesome. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, yeah, have I a should ton probably of, get like, that. Yeah, I gotta try and figure out, because um, it's. I feel like streaming sites are catching up now, to where like I can only have like I pay for like two devices, and <laughs> one is my TV and the other is my laptop. Right. So I gotta see if like I can get like a third one on the cheap and just give you the the link yeah. or something like that because it's well then yeah because i i know that for me um my hbo subscription mm-hmm. is not paid by me but mm-hmm. by a friend uh even my netflix nice. may or may not be it's on the compound but it's not paid by me so Look, if they wanted um, us to use it they can uh we'd be happy to plug it that's right uh so yeah it's uh but i also got a couple free apps we've uh, yes. talked about before yeah uh with some movies streaming on there so um yeah well let's get into so this week we're gonna just be uh in the spirit of the halloween season we got some scary movies to suggest to you guys yes if you have or have not watched I, i'm sure some of the ones we've uh reviewed here on the podcast or uh mm-hmm. ones we've talked about at least but i know i have two or three that we have never talked about Okay. So. Yeah, I think uh, I've got a small handful as well. So, uh, yeah, let, let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, so, I guess I'll start with uh, on Hulu. Uh, there is a movie from 2014 called "The House Is October Built." Um, Ooh. It is a found footage movie. Um, and it's about kind of what we're, we're maybe talking about this on, you and I were talking about this two weeks ago, maybe on the podcast. Um, but about these like intense kind of off the grid, um, almost like dark web, like, uh, Halloween experience or haunted house experiences. Right. Um, and so this is about a group of friends who are on a road trip uh, looking for this like ultimate haunted house attraction. And um, I remember kind of like not being so hot on this, but then like when I, when I, I kind of thought about it with this new um, maybe not, not theory, but like curiosity of, cause what happens is they end up being stalked by this like really creepy, character um yeah not it's like a clownish person it's 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 like a small person with a painted um like porcelain doll mask Ooh, yeah just pretty inherently creepy um and then i'm i'm wondering i'm i'm thinking because you can kind of go two ways with with the movie is like either they're being stalked by something paranormal or this entire time uh, unbeknownst to them they're like on this like ultimate attraction 
Right. Like it, it, it's just, it's, it's an interesting way to think about the movie and it's, um, you know, it, it's not an awesome movie necessarily, but I kind of toss it up with the tis the season. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And, um, I like haunted houses and I, I, uh, we were actually just talking about it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I did do Eli Ross once. Um, and at the end there, it was in Las Vegas and it was like the first like year round haunted house attraction. And I think it's gone already, Right. <laughs> but, uh, it was fun. And afterwards, like there's this nice like sky lounge. I think it was called the baby doll lounge. Um, but they were like doll heads, like scattered throughout the place. It was a little, little weird. Um, but like that was a lot of fun. But that's like one of the only times I remember, like after you're done with a haunted house, actually kind of like hanging out on the premise. So, so oh, no. yeah. My point is, uh, Field of Scream sounds amazing, and yeah. Houses October Built is streaming on Hulu. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, yeah, uh, looks interesting. Um, so I'm going to Voodoo right now, nice. uh, which is a free app you can get on your uh, computer or your phone, and or Andrew you can stream through your your TV and all that stuff. Yeah, um, fancy boy. I'm going with the uh, the Blair Witch Project. Nice. Um, a movie, a found footage movie as well, and uh, a movie that uh, we've talked about before, uh, but it is it, like I'm like everyone's heard of the Blair Witch Blair Witch Project project Mm -hmm. and if you haven't seen it it is high time you sat down and watch it yes it may seem dated a little bit but uh for the most for the most part it holds up and if you can suspend disbelief a little bit and Mm -hmm. like get away from the notion that oh this is a whole campaign and all that stuff and it spawned all kinds of other bad stuff and or good stuff like with the paranormal activity but it basically set the scene for a found footage movie um it it is worth the watch. It is it's a slow burn, and you know what? Sometimes it's a good thing because yeah. what we have a lot now, you know, if you look at movies, that uh, well, I mean, it's it's hard to get a slow burn to uh, to catch, and I think most not all the ones I have on my list are are slow burns, but a couple of my I do have that I'm really happy with that I movies you definitely should watch and like get into and, and, and enjoy and Blair Witch Project is at the top of that list because it's a well done movie by unknown name like it's just you know it's pat not even a passion project it's a it's you know a student filmmaker you know it's yeah. it's someone like who 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 caught fire and had like like right place right time kind of thing and like caught uh, the attention of a, a generation yeah and 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 made a uh influenced a lot of people after that to make some get creative and make some good stuff and uh the burrush project is worth a watch for me absolutely um and it's it just it's not quite bleeding edge but like they're they're cutting edge of a uh there's a reason that the found footage thing caught fire yeah, yeah, because it's in it, part, it, it, part it, because it, of 
Well, it finds it's that little thing in the back of your mind, like you know, these people are real. This this mm-hmm. could happen to me. You know, it's it. It's just even though you know it's not real, it's still that that feeling that it's the everyman, especially if they don't have any big time actors and stuff, and they've you know it. it but they have good actors, and they make they make it feel real. Yeah, absolutely. Um, nice. All right, uh, my next one, moving on over to Amazon Prime. Um, going, uh, not really scary, but going uh, full-on cult. Uh, Troll 2. <laughs> <laughs> you do not need to watch Troll. Um, it's not even worth your time because it's, it's not as entertainingly bad as Troll 2. Um, <laughs> Troll 2, pretty infamous as far as... Uh, the uh the cult status it has as one of the worst movies ever um but it's a laugh riot to watch like it, it's just um a lot of times especially as like two guys who talk about movies all the time um i think there's a lot of times where you think about like decisions that were made in movies and like oh i would have done this or done that this movie without a doubt <laughs> you can do better mm. <laughs> but it's just so like with a couple of friends and and a couple of beers, like it's it's so enjoyable to watch. Like it it runs across that so bad it's good threshold. Like worth, uh, yeah. Um, not necessarily really, worth your time if you're gonna sit around by yourself, but worth yeah. making fun of. Yeah, especially like good like because I rarely have anybody sit down like mm-hmm. laugh at a movie with me, um, but this would be a good one to do that, you know. Yep. Um, on that same like same n- not even vein, same name. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is on Tubi. All right, so like some of these move uh, on Voodoo and Tubi. You have to watch a couple ads, but you still get the full experience. All right, so nice. relax, but you get it for free. But Troll okay. Hunter, a movie we both talked about yeah. a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this is close to the beginning of the podcast. Troll Hunter uh, is streaming on Tubi, a uh, movie I really, really, really liked. Um, it's 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 a horror monster movie. Yeah, I mean it is. It's uh, it and fun. Uh, so happy you assigned this to me yeah. way back when, and uh, it's it has a, a fun place in my life because it feels real like they it it has that real life feel and until the end where it gets a little crazy but um <laughs> yeah uh a fun it like kind of kind of tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. it's n- not quite like uh it's not a spoof at all it's not um ham-fisted but it it's done in earnest but like there's certain points in time where the director feels like he's winking at you yeah and um, uh, for that, I love it. And uh, Troll Hunter, yep, streaming on, uh, uh, streaming on Tubi. Excellent. All right, uh, streaming on Netflix right now. Uh, in theaters, it was known as Piranha 3D. Um, <laughs> now it is just Piranha. And you want to talk about tongue in cheek? Uh, it opens with uh, Richard Dreyfus in a boat singing an old fishing song. Um, and from there, just devolves into uh, 
just classic exploitation. It was made in 2010, but definitely a um, homage to early 80s exploitation flicks. It's got gore. It's got nudity. It's got a ridiculous plot. Um, and uh, it is a loving remake of the old um, Jaws ripoff Piranha. Yeah. Um, it's and we get Jerry O'Connell's wiener. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you do. Um, <laughs> his wiener gets burped up by a piranha. And <laughs> like that should tell you all you need to know about the movie. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> um, Ving Rhames is cutting, uh, cutting up fish with, with a boat motor. Uh, it's, I don't know. I, this movie has a very much a special place in my heart. (laughs) Like, I, I think it's so funny and so such a great, like homage to such a, a, maybe not terrible time in eh, eighties, you know, early eighties and late seventies, like just kind of this factory that was just pumping out shit, but they promised you gore and, and, and nudity and And boobs and gore and jump. Yes. They, they promised, they promised you enough that you're like, I'm in, (laughs) I will pay the much lower price than today to see some boobs. Uh, very good. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a, it is a fun. It's it, it. It's not quite Zombievers, but no. it's almost there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something much more earnest and in, in I don't, sweets. Maybe not the right word, but there's something more earnest about Zombievers. Yeah, there's something more like. <laughs> well, I, it, it was done with Zombievers. Is so fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, because like, like it, it, they, the filmmaker, it's just like Tucker and Dale. Like, obviously, the, like, when, when you go into, um, when you, you're doing it, an homage, but with fun, mm-hmm. you know, and you're like pointing all the, out the, all the stupid tropes, but still staying true to them. You know, you're like, hey, this is a trope. But this, I'm gonna put it into the plot and make it work. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah. Prana 3D, a little bit more tongue in cheek, or Wiener and yeah. Gil. Gil. <laughs> Love it. Um, all right. So, uh, a movie you like, and I hope I didn't step on your toes for this, but uh, both on Tubi and Vudu. Uh, with ads is uh, your next a movie you you said I should yeah. watch and I and you didn't even assign it to me but I went ahead and watched it on my own uh, uh, a send up to well uh, you know what it there there is a genre of in what is it uh, invasion or what yeah, would it be um, like home invasion movies. home invasion movies right um, uh, and there but it also plays on some old uh horror movie kind of tropes with the last girl type of stuff mm-hmm. um and the archaic methods of killing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like uh different ways to kill people uh but uh your next is a is a really good movie uh not overly 
scary, I would say, but like really well done as far as suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, it uh, and like plot twists and stuff like that, where you you think one thing is one way, and it kind of it you know tilts it on its head, and then you're like, oh, well, I should have seen that all along. <laughs> they've been set it up the whole time but yeah. it's done artfully and uh your next is one of those movies that i'm really happy that you introduced me to and it's worth uh just that movie in itself is worth doing 115 or 16 or 17 episodes of this podcast nice so i appreciate that yeah huge fan um i love the soundtrack too i think that uh, that it was kind i think we talked about it when i was doing my or when we were doing our uh, countdowns, yeah. um, with, uh, JK. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that kind of spurred a lot of reinterest in that like 80s synthy sound that's kind of become, it, uh, Oh yeah. It's been a, uh, well, I mean, just last week, stranger when I talked things. About Mandy. Oh, I mean, Mandy. Huge, yeah. Huge, yeah. Huge synth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, man, I'm telling you, uh, I didn't talk about it last week, but there is a shot where one face is it's it's like a it has to be an 8 or 9 minute shot where you're looking at one face and it morphs into another face and then back to the other face and morphs back to the other face and then, and it it is a still shot that you can't tell any of the cuts or any how they did it it felt like a uh like a mirror like a reverse mirror where they were just playing with the lights or something like that it is a fascinating shot that like it i was almost hypnotized by (laughs) and it was all uh with a synth over top of it it was heavy on that and uh yeah i think that you know a movie like your next or a movie that i'm going to talk about later um it it reintroduced that unnerving synth sound, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then uh, Stranger Things kind of took it and ran. Oh yeah, for sure. All the yeah. way to the yeah. bank. Well, with no, it. Th- yeah. <laughs> then they then they did put some production behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, love that movie. I'm glad you enjoyed it. All uh, right, on uh, circle back to Hulu. In uh, 1986, David Cronenberg did um, what I think is one of the best examples of body horror. Um, One of the best examples up until that time. Might talk about another one later. um, With The Fly. Ah, yeah. Um, Definitely strongly, uh, strong uh, sci-fi elements to it. um, But also just a lot of just horrible (laughs) stuff. Yeah. uh, Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis and uh, the uh, the transformation. Just disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Just just, just gross, unsettling body horror. Um, and a solid movie on, on top of that. <laughs> it's one of those, um, those uh, cover art. Like, you know, cover art is kind of dead now. Yeah. As far as like your uh, when you're walking to the video store and you're looking for and there's certain ones that like just always like the alien one, the yeah. fly, you know, um, there's certain ones that just stick or even Friday the 13th when we were talking about, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit earlier, um, you know, that are 
like you will i will always always remember like from 1980 to probably like late to or night or night late 90s all cover art from there on out you don't remember what the poster looks like for right. the video or or you know for the for the movie for the movie uh but the fly is definitely one of those and and it always it always brings back those uh disturbing scenes that Cronenberg yeah. can uh invoke absolutely um it's funny i mean i feel like the fly is very alien in its approach with the, with yeah. the cover art so it is a perfect comparison uh yeah unfortunately that's not really much of a thing anymore i feel like no it isn't um but yeah that that I, i'm sure there was a whole departments in the different uh studios that mm-hmm. like this this is a thing this how do we catch the eyes of you know oh yeah depending on what they were doing you know um you know i spit on your grave i know was one that always caught my eye yeah <laughs> yeah effective Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so The Fly is streaming on Hulu. Check it out. All right, so I got one on Amazon, right? Uh, that a movie I don't know that I've ever brought up before. I, I'm pretty sure I haven't. Uh, it's a terrible movie, terrible. But it has a special... It, it is like... Uh, the epitome of like 70s B-horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as a special part of my uh, place in my heart because I remember watching it as a young kid. It was on TV. It's called Hotel Hell from 1980. <laughs> Stream on Amazon. And um, I, I I don't know how much I could... It, it, it was a... It's, it would almost be a precursor to The Devil's Rejects. Okay. I would say, or uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, it was a uh, a group of very, very naughty people doing very naughty things in in plain sight, uh, and no one knew it until everything went really bad. Uh, and uh, yeah, there were some disturbing Im- images. Uh, if you're willing, and if you like bad horror movies. Uh, this is one that you may enjoy. Uh, I try to try to get like some classy ones, but mm-hmm. you have to go with the bad ones as well. But ones oh, yeah. that you know stick in your craw. Uh, but Hotel Hell from 1980. Nice. Um, I have not seen that one. So, or Motel. I'm sorry, not Hotel. Motel, Motel Hell. Hell. All right. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out. Um... Because I haven't seen it before, and yeah. I uh, I like the schlock, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, it, it's like a mix between, um, yeah, it's mixed between like um, uh, uh, Chainsaw Massacre and uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. That's just not acted well, or <laughs> you know, nice. That's all and right. it's a United Artist production. All right. Always makes me happy to see that UA come up. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Um, speaking of uh, kind of goofy, um, I've got from 1985. Streaming on Amazon Prime right now is The Return of the Living Dead. Mm. Yes. Um, and uh, when uh, 
two uh, dummies um, release uh, poison into the air. Uh, zombies start rising from the graves. And uh, I got to find this tagline. <laughs> They're back from the grave and ready to party. Should tell you all you need to know about this one here. Um, it is not the uh, commentary on America that um, George Romero brought to his uh, Living Dead movies. Um, this is not even related, although it sounds a little similar. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, I don't know if this is where the whole like zombies eating brains came from, but... Um, it's definitely one of the first examples I remember. I I can't try to think if that. I mean, I guess. Yeah, because I I don't know, and I mean, obviously, I've not seen every movie, um, so I can't be sure. You haven't? No. Yeah. Um, I'm a bot. I've only reviewed two movies. <laughs> One is uh, Hold the Dark, and I'll never get those two hours back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I, – I think this is the first example um, because it has the um, zombie actually yelling brains. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Um, so I don't know if that's where, where it all came from, but it definitely stuck. Cool. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this one? Before? I can't. I can't remember the last time I saw this. Yeah. I mean, it had to be. I mean, it has to be over. I mean, I might have been a teenager when I saw it. So we're looking at twenty couple years. Nice. So. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Uh, for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, streaming on Voodoo, with ads. Uh just a creepy and it's more of a thriller but uh, i think it falls in the same vein um eight millimeter mm-hmm. uh with nicholas cage and joaquin phoenix uh and james gandolfini uh just a uh creepy disturbing like it, it came out right about the same time that like fight club came out or seven came out where you know we're starting to understand like Oh, you know, with all this freedom and like sexual freedom and all that stuff, there's also it uh, opens opens the gate for all those people that have some sexual fetishes that may not be uh, mainstream, but uh, and with the computer age are more accessible. And um, yeah, it's uh, there's some overacting by Nicolas Cage for sure in this movie, but. Uh, it 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 will kind of creep you out because yeah. it's they've got some uh, disturbing scenes, uh, and the people who uh, engage in this I think are well represented. You know, and you know we always it's hard to always tell the evil person in our midst because they've gotten this far without being caught. <laughs> uh, and I think that it, this movie does a good job in seeing uh, you know maybe everything isn't what it seems, and if it is. You know, maybe you ought to take a second guess or maybe dig a little bit deeper in the yeah. people you trust or the people you podcast. Oh, with. what? No, come on. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen this one as well. 
Um, but yeah, I like it. Um, according to my IMDb rating, I gave it a seven. So, so it couldn't have been okay. that long. But uh, yeah. Well, then you hated it. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Uh, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, in 1998, my next one is a Netflix streamer. Uh, 1998, uh, we got a successful comic book uh, adaptation that maybe people, maybe some people don't realize is actually based on a comic book. Um, but Wesley Snipes was Blade in the David S. Goyer written, Stephen Norrington directed Blade. I would say this is a, I don't know if it's a guilty pleasure, but it's something that, like, if Blade's on, I want to watch the next two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just want to dive into that into that world because it's so, like, dark and seedy and fun mm-hmm. to watch. Yeah, Blade is sweet. Um, I feel like it won't be long now before we see another one, a new... Um, Yes, because we get a little bit of the 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 Marvel dark ish, mm-hmm. you know, with the the Punisher and stuff. Yeah, uh, on Netflix, but we haven't seen a whole lot of the dark edges of the Marvel universe yet. Yeah, and Marvel is known for being they die, they like embrace that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, I mean, you see that with Blade, Ghost Rider, um, which unfortunately the movies didn't really reflect that. And uh, Moon Knight, especially. So, and those are, I think Ghost Rider is on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. And there's like Moon Knight rumors swirling. So Blade is probably not far behind. Right. So, um, but in the meantime, this one's awesome. The action's cool. Uh, I, I think it's probably does at this point feel like a product of its time, but it's still a lot of fun. And, um, oh, always stop. I always yeah. stop on it. Yeah, and it's uh, it's got that vampire twist, so uh, it's appropriate for for your October times. Yeah, Blade streaming on Netflix. <clears throat> well, right about the same time, right in 1999, we had a uh, a slew of like kind of millennial, not not millennial as far as like the aggravating people that we have to deal with every day, but millennial. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear of the uh of the millennium coming up mm-hmm. and a lot of uh movies that uh we got like a remake of the omen at this point we had uh yeah uh and two movies that really stick in my head because they had both had gabriel Byrne, and uh they all had to do with like religious ish stuff uh one was uh end of day starring arnold schwarzenegger and gabriel Byrne is like the antichrist uh, the one that is streaming on uh, Amazon, who also had Gabriel Byrne, but he played the good guy, is uh, Stigmata. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I. Uh, on that. Stig. What? Uh, starring Patricia Arquette, who was really good in this movie, and mm-hmm. Jonathan Pierce, who, who was super creepy in this movie. Um, uh, I watched probably the first half an hour kind of skipping through just to make sure it held up and there's some 90 ish style stuff in it. But, uh, for the most part, like that religious 
I'm I'm a sucker for like the exorcism stuff, the you know the whole uh, you know Catholic uh, uh, the demon uh, possession. Like I'm always a sucker for that. Like yeah. if you give me that, I'll 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 jump in every time, uh, even if it's a bad movie. Um, and this has that in spades and uh, uh, a nice little. Uh, I don't know, man. I, like I, <laughs> for some reason at this point in time in my life i was like oh my god these are all movies are coming out and i think it had to do with everyone like freaking out because maybe the world was going to end because it was Mm going to turn 2000 which is an arbitrary number which we don't even really talk about like you know no that uh that fear is kind of yeah gone but that still makes me nervous every now and then yeah a little bit uh but yeah uh fun little movie check it out if you can it's not too long um and it is, it's of its time, but it's also got some really creepy stuff going on with, uh, the, if, if you don't know what stigmata is, it is the, um, uh, stigmata is the, uh, so where Christ was, uh, pierced with the, with the, uh, what do you call it? The, the wounds, the spikes Christ, yeah. in his wrists and hand and in his legs and in the spear in his side. Yes. And a crown of thorns on his head. All those places, uh, people are claimed to have had those uh, the, those things bleed for no apparent reasons. Yeah. Uh, and this movie takes advantage of those those fears, mm-hmm. all the Catholic and Protestant guilt that you may have from your childhood. Mm-hmm. Got him. Check and not Protestant, but check. Uh, yeah. Uh, nine inch nails that uh, yeah. fasten Christ to the to the cross. Uh, all right. Um, man, it's been a while since I've even thought about that movie. I want to watch it right now. Yep. Just on Amazon. Just curious. All right. Well, good to know. Let's, uh, see, how I'm learning stuff too. Uh, so from there, if you want to get snobby, I have a movie called Seventy Eight Fifty Two. And it is all about... What is this? It is about Hitchcock's shower scene. Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is a movie I wanted to see, but never... I never did. Yes. 78 shots and 52 cuts in the infamous shower scene in Psycho, um, which is what the title uh, suggests. Not suggests, is about. Uh, And... At an hour and a half, it is uh, a little um, long in the tooth, I guess. Uh, but I feel like uh, it, Psycho is, there's no bad reason to talk about Psycho. And something like the shower scene, which was such a huge deal, um, that now we're just like, yeah, it's a really good scene. Who cares? Let's you know blah 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 moving on um i i feel like if if you're a fan of movies and you're listening to a podcast about movies um you might really dig this and uh it's no lost soul (laughs) um the the set stories Mm. are not as strange uh but we talked about this get into hitchcock and like his processes and all that stuff yeah a little bit um it's pretty focused um okay but yeah, of course. I mean, Hitchcock is is under the microscope here. Um, 
it's kind of like the uh, podcast that you sent me. Oh, the um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's it's um it's one of those things where it's it's psycho. I love psycho. I'm interested in knowing more. Um, but it's a it little... might be a little bit too in love with its access, maybe. Yeah, it's um. I don't. It's not. It's not. Um. It's not in love with itself the way that podcast is. Okay. Um. But it. It's definitely worth a watch, uh, especially if you're a fan of the movie. And um, like I said, I, I. I feel like this movie is is evergreen, and um, so any new excuse to talk about it and really analyze it and really appreciate it. I, I say go for it. And uh, 7852 came out last October, so it's about a year old now. And we're checking out on Hulu. Very good. Very good. Um, I got one I think, well, I know we both liked. Um, the VVH. Mm-hmm. From, on Netflix right now with, uh, yeah, a movie that is... Uh, explores early American horror, I guess it would be. Um, it would be, uh, you know, before we even, was even America. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, very atmospheric, very uh, slow burnish, uh, but some creepy little interludes in between. Um, I, I, I like, I have a really soft spot in my heart for this movie because mm-hmm. it's uh yeah very uh creepy i guess would be the best thing or atmospherically creepy uh you know it, there's uh, a foreboding over this movie as soon as you start watching and then you know we get black philip who is awesome the best goat mm-hmm. movies I yes guess. He's he's the greatest of all time. It being yes. the greatest of all time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I would highly recommend this. I haven't gone back, but it's it. Uh, it's an hour and thirty two mo- uh, hour and thirty two minutes long. Uh, so it's it's not like a, an investment you have to, you know, it's not crazy long. But which most horror movies aren't. But this mm-hmm. this one this one pays off because. It gets creepy and it gets fun and like, uh, yeah. When it comes to possession, I'm in. Yeah. Um. This. Yeah. It's not long. I think this one might feel like it's a little longer to get through just because it um, is that slow burn that we were talking about. Yeah, for sure. Um. But so worth it. Yeah. All right. The, the witch. Bitch. I'm sorry. I should have. It's. It's. Technically, VV Witch. Yeah. VV Itch, but it's The Witch. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know, it's an, it's another recent example of something that should have been ironed out a while ago. Like the oh. whole Edge of Tomorrow thing. Yeah. Live, die, repeat. Live, die, repeat. <laughs> uh, and this is a movie, a good example of watching a movie with uh, subtitles on. That way yeah. you can kind of get through and make sure you're getting all the ins and outs. Yeah, probably wouldn't hurt. Nice. And that's on uh, Netflix, right? Netflix. Yep. All right. Um, Heading on over to Amazon Prime. 
Here is a remake that I was actually a big fan of. I've seen this quite a few times at this point. Uh, in 2005, uh, Andrew Douglas directed a remake of the Amityville Horror. And um, it's definitely very... Uh, it's kind of a product of its time and, and kind of at the same time a little late to the party with the whole like ring and... Um, the grudge like it's it's almost like it wants to be a remake of a japanese movie um yeah but it's a remake of an old american movie yeah <laughs> uh and but it's just creepy and there's some jump scares and there's some uh scary ghosts and well what's cool about this is it like we get we get to see ryan reynolds for the first time doing something serious Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it and we get Chloe Moretz. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz is mm-hmm. kind of a creepy person too. But like, you haven't like we were used to seeing you know, Ryan Reynolds is you know Van Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of the only time you see him where he uh, is not the cool smartass. Yes. Um, and I think he does a good job with it. And, uh, like I said, I, I think the movie wishes it was a remake of a Japanese movie. It's definitely of, um, the style is definitely of a certain time in American horror. Um, but I enjoy it. And (laughs) at an hour and a half, it, it breezes right by and, uh, well, it's it's a good example of, of the remake being better than the original because the original was the original is like it's I, tough. Man. I can understand why it might have been seen as uh, as entertaining, um, but it's a perfect example of a movie that doesn't age well. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, well, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about two weeks ago with the uh, the Conjuring, they, that couple in their. Uh, you know, yeah. punch up their stories a little bit. And we have the Amityville Horror doing just that. Yep. Yeah, I've, I know way too much about that whole thing. That what are whole... their names? The Lorraine and... Lorraine and something. What's their last name? I don't... I can't remember. Okay. But, uh, like, I wait, I know way too much about that story. Like, Like, it was just a crazy guy. And the people that went in there, they were charlatans like mm-hmm. the people that were supposedly you know it's not even about that story it's not even about the people that no they're not there. even they're they're not in this movie at all yeah but anywho's um all right so a movie i i think i maybe suggested this a couple weeks ago but um the movie you assigned me but i don't think you've watched yet is uh streaming on netflix right now it's called hush uh, yeah i have a not. really good psychological thriller um, and just uh, worth a watch. John Gallagher Jr. is great in it, and it is a. Uh, I mean, it comes in an hour and twenty-one minutes, so right in that sweet spot of just hey. Whoa! Um, Got a little white noise yeah. there. Scary. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just a just. A an example of horror done right, you know, or suspense done right. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, you you get a premise, and whether or not you you know, there's so many times where we see premises go wrong. Uh, this one, they knocked it out of the park. So nice. Hush from 2016 on Netflix. All right. Um, by Netflix, one movie we've talked about quite a bit already. Um, but from 2016, and uh, another in the vein of The Fly, but much, much more disturbing as far as body horror goes. Uh, Raw. Oh, so good. Yeah, I don't know what what else we can tell you about this movie, um, other than it is worth your time. And if you are easily creeped out, uh, you. Nope. <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day, <laughs> just uh, how it plays with your, uh, at least with me, whenever I watched it, it was mm-hmm. like, and I think we explored it a little bit whenever we were talking about it. It's like, it, like you're disgusted yet titillated and mm-hmm. like it plays with you and, mm-hmm. and, and it manipulates you and it does a really good job at it. Like it, you know, there's movies that you know we blame for playing on the harp heart strings, right? But this movie plays with your, uh, I don't know, your uh, your sense of being a little bit, you know, your whether or not your <laughs> your uh, your moral standards, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is a, a disturbing movie that can. Uh you know, make you think, or if you watch with someone, um, you're, you might have some discussions. One being what's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, but I, I, man, I think very highly of this movie and, uh, I think it's worth checking out. Yeah. Well done. Well, really well done. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, cinematography or not even cinematography, but just, um, filmmaking at its best. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, that's. This is a great example of. Um, okay, we have this premise. How far can we take it? Yeah, and it just. It's non. It's unrelenting because it mm-hmm. like, and it, it starts slow and it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and you're like, where the fuck are we going with this? Yeah. But yeah, really good. All right, cool. Uh, on Netflix, I got one from 2014, a movie I, I know I liked. Um, not sure if you did or not because. But uh, well, we'll find out. Uh, the Babadook, mm. um, uh, uh, a movie that has possessed kids, and some jump scares, and some really creepy nighttime reading. <laughs> um, uh, a movie that is like, I don't know. It's it it was it's something different uh, because it uh, it it asks you to. It, this one's a slow burn. And um, unlike Raw, where it kind of builds and builds, this one builds, but like it asks you to come along for the ride and and buy in. And by the end, it 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 freaked me out. It was there was some creepy shit in this movie, so I really like the Babadook. Nice. Uh, yeah, not I didn't enjoy it. I have a thing about child actors. Didn't like this one. Couldn't get over it. Well, he was possessed, so give him a break. <laughs> All right, that's fair. I'm sorry, child actor. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, not, not not a big fan of that one, but uh, but at the same time, it it is one of those. I have to admit, I I understand why people like it, but I just can't watch that kid. 
Um, but I'm weird. So, uh, a, on Hulu, uh, this is one of the first movies I looked up because I wanted to recommend it. it um, a movie that you assigned to me. And I remember I was like two thirds through it when I actually had to talk about it. It was one of those where just under the gun, I wasn't able to finish it. And I went back and finished it. And um, I remember making a point to let everyone know that I thought Baskin from 2015 was awesome. Loved this movie. Um, And it's streaming on Hulu right now. So um, if you think you're ready for some Turkish horror, uh, (laughs) come on down. (laughs) You ever uh, been in a Turkish prison? (laughs) Uh, that's, yeah. Um, we, that's, yeah. Well, uh, Baskin is a, it's like Clive Barker. Oh, like, very much so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It goes from one thing and all of a sudden just, it literally dives into the bowels of hell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it shows them to you and, uh, you just got to deal with it. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. I was just when you when you started talking, I was thinking a uh, movie that you assigned me that I loved so much, but it's not streaming. It's streaming on Hoopla, hmm. which I don't know what that is, and Canopy, um, which I don't know what that is either. Um, uh, but a girl walks home alone at night. Yes. Uh, but which uh, it just reminded me of that. Um, that's so funny. Cause a I'm... movie that is so visually, and I think that's the first time I ever said that is uh, visually stunning. Yeah. Like I was just fell in love with cinematography, like, uh, which I think we both got mad because it was uh, supposedly an Iranian film, but it was yeah. filmed in like Bakersfield or something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't really take away from how great it looks. It's just so so stunning and just well done yeah visual uh, storytelling but, at its peak yeah but that's not streaming uh no. anywhere we where i know it um it. but it is funny i honestly got him looking up the same thing uh i don't know why one led me to the other but i'm really? i'm on the same page with you yeah it's i just uh was on netflix and now i'm on hulu searching a girl w <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, so my last film, all right, uh, that I wanna I wanna talk about tonight, and um, I think is probably the favorite one that I think I've talked about tonight, <clears throat> or will talk about. I stream on Netflix is It Follows. Yes. Um, I I actually my wife got a, a call about um something to do with her. Um. Uh, we, we had to fill out some survey for uh, Blue Cross or something like that for uh, Liam had to go to the hospital. And anyways, uh, she was doing, and I was like, all right, well, I'm doing some research and looking through everything. I'm like, well, I'm going to watch the first little bit of It Follows. Um, it, the first 20 minutes of It, of 20 minutes of it Follows, if if you're not sucked in, then I really don't want to be your friend as far as <laughs> when it comes to being movies because it does all the right things and it's mm-hmm. slow, it's deliberate, and it it will suck you in and you know the plot right there. And then from there on out, then you just have to go on this ride. And it is and we talk about I mean, you you talked about it many times on how 
it is a re- reimagining of like John Carpenter and Absolutely. the uh, the idea of horror and what it means for American, you know, um, it, why we have American horror. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that you know, so other countries have it because they have. Um, you know, Baskin is probably something about the uh, Armenian genocide or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's how you cope. Horror is a coping mechanism in a lot of right. ways, and, and a, it's a, and a commentary in a lot sin. of others. Yeah, yeah. Um, where and this is in the seventies and eighties. You know, we were struggling with you know uh, a, a very conservative and a very liberal leaning. Uh, as far as like the Vietnam War and stuff, you know, should we be there? Should we not? You know, stuff that's you know translated to today. But all those things are embodied or uh, stolen or whatever, but aped and done really well in It Follows, mm-hmm. and just it, it embraces that feel. And it's uh, God, it's such a good movie, and and you know, like really unknown name or unknown actors doing a, a fantastic job with a great uh, score and great direction. There's some beautiful shots just in that first 20 minutes. Just, I was pissed off I had to record the podcast because I wanted to keep watching the movie. Sorry. Uh, but, but I couldn't wait to talk to you about it because I know you love this movie as well. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is um, like you said, that, that uh, kind of Christian conservatism that um, somehow – flies under the radar but also influences so many of our country's decision makers um horror movies are kind of an outlet for that and uh kind of a uh like you said you know if you have, and uh cabin in the woods is another good one that does that if you have sex yep. you die if you um just kind of like spell it out for you blatantly um but this is just uh they took everything that works with Halloween, everything that works with, um, I, like just uh, atmosphere. The score is great. Um, it was done by Disaster Piece, who typically does like chip tunes and like scores for um, for for uh, independent video games, actually. Um, so, which I think if you go back and listen to it, becomes. Like, okay, yeah, that's a natural progression. Uh, everything about this movie, the cast is awesome. You know, it's not, maybe they are, I don't know how old they actually are, but it's not like a bunch of, it's not the American Pie thing where it's like clearly older kids playing high schoolers. Like it's, it all just, um, it sets up this universe, it sets up its rules, and then everything in there rings true. So, yes, it follows on Netflix. Awesome movie. I'm glad that you brought it up. Uh, it's one of those where if you didn't, I was going to. How dare I? <laughs> dare you. Um, I've got a few more we can just run through real quick here. Um, All right. There is a movie called The Stepfather on uh, streaming that on Amazon Prime. Away. <laughs> and uh, it actually features a younger uh, Terry O'Quinn, um, more of a uh, s- more thriller, um, becomes a horror, uh, definitely feels like a movie from the mid-80s, um, 
but a uh, a solid little uh, movie that does have some very clear uh, slasher influence. There, um, it follows was also on my list, um, but at the top of my list, a movie that I have been obsessed with ever since I watched it um, and uh, reviewed it on this very show, Coraline uh, from 2009. Um, Definitely a strong fantasy movie, but just very clear horror elements um, with uh, the... It's a great example of you you have these uh, things that seem perfect in, in this new... Let me restart. Uh, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is. And uh, that's explored in Coraline. <laughs> I just had to do a quick uh, reboot there. Um, on Hulu, 28 weeks later, uh, the sequel to uh, Danny Boyle's 28 Days Later. Um, right. As far as like uh, 28 Days Later is like a prestige picture that happens to be about zombies or, ha- right. or happens to have or horror elements um 28 weeks later is um a uh, I, f- I feel like it's a worthy follow-up um it's uh follows a new group of people and um it's uh i don't know i i feel like it's crushed under the weight of 28 days later because 28 days later is so um, is is really a masterpiece. Um, Twenty eight weeks later is is uh, is really good, and I think it just never. Uh, it was kind of playing from behind. Um, yeah, with with how good Twenty Eight Days Later was was out the gate, but still worth Ooh. watching. Um, there's an awesome sniper scene, which you know does not necessarily a good horror movie make, but. Well, and. It also it had to be made right with yeah. the success of you know the yeah. first one. Yeah, and I and you know what I'm I say that I feel like it's um, playing from behind, but it's got a seven user review um, on IMDb, which I don't know how many are bots after our recent um, yeah. after last week's discovery. I rethink everything. That's um, right, <laughs> but it's a it's a good movie and. Um, if you're looking for an updated zombie horror, it is definitely worth your time. Uh, taking it back uh, to the old school, because I'm an old fool. Um, hmm. The Monster Squad from 1987 uh, is streaming on Amazon Prime, and it certainly does feature one of those 80s-style um, rap plot synopsises to close it out. Rap? Uh, yeah, you know, like some of the songs, or uh, sometimes there were these songs that uh, they just were kind of the plot that were oh, rhyming. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Monster Squad is in your town, and you yeah. best believe that it's going down. down yeah. I don't know if that's actually how, that's not actually yeah. how it goes, but in, it's in essentially. The late 90s or early 90s, that would have mm-hmm. got you a That would have flown. That would have flown. Um, it is kind of a, uh, Shane Black wrote it. Uh, yeah. (laughs) He proving that he is capable of making a movie that doesn't take place on Christmas. Um, but it does feature all the classic universal monsters. And, uh, if you want to relive that, 
that childhood nostalgia of like I just saw all these black and white movies. What if they were all together? Um, I think I was talking about another movie that was just banging your action figures together. Um, this is definitely that as well. Right. Uh, but it's a lot of fun and it's goofy and it's quirky and, you know, a few beers and a few friends can't go wrong. Uh, what else do I have? Paranormal activity on Hulu. Um, that was, uh, the first one, uh, that was a movie with a clear objective and, uh, I think it achieved that and the subsequent, uh, movies, their objective was to make more money and I think they achieved that. So (laughs) who's to say what's good and what's not. I I think this one's really good. Um, I think from here it, it takes a very quick nosedive. Um, but it is one of those where, uh, like, uh, simplicity is the key to brilliance. And, uh, yeah, you can shit on it and say it's an hour and a half of uh, an empty bedroom. Um, but I think it's effective. So. Yeah. I It definitely is. It's yeah. like, well, and it, yeah, it's been. It's another one um, right along um, with the Blair Witch Project that's just yeah it's it's been milked for all it's worth uh, but there's a reason that people found value in it in, it in the first place so. for sure uh, another one that's been milked for all it's worth uh, <laughs> in 2001 there was a movie called Jeepers Creepers and it is <laughs> streaming on Amazon now and uh, yes it was pretty cool. I remember the first time I, I, this is another blockbuster one for me. Um, I remember picking it up and being like, yes, this is the movie I want to watch and watching it and being like, yeah, that was the movie I wanted to watch. Uh, yeah. just a weird creature feature. Um, and, <laughs> and, uh, they've made like three other ones somehow at this point. Um, not sure how or why, uh, but this first one is a lot of fun. And then uh, the last one I got for you is a movie that you and I both watched. Um, and it is called Maggie. I'm trying to find it. On, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to find it on IMDb real quick. Um, Here we go. Uh, Maggie from 2015, um, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Abigail Breslin. Um, Kind of a slow burn. Kind of uh, definitely uh, Arnold out of his element. And uh, I think he does it well. And uh, maybe not the best movie. I did have it as one of my honorable mentions. Uh, But definitely worth uh, checking out. And that's on Amazon Prime. Very good. All right. So. Uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> just trying to. Uh, I'm looking at the Canopy as a uh, app. And it looks like you can, as long as you sign up through your local library, you mm-hmm. can watch a bunch of movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um I have to sign up through, and that's where the uh, girl walks at home at night. Um, 
nice. alone in her bed. Yeah. And she's a vampire. This girl does things in Iran, in Bakersfield. Yes. Bakersfield, Iran. Cool. Um, yeah, so I think that's a useful uh, yeah. podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, a lot of stuff out there to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and obviously a lot of stuff we've already watched a couple of the ones you've mentioned i need to uh i need to check out especially that 75 to 2 and uh yeah yeah absolutely uh, get that hulu rolling oh, um yeah. yeah so uh thank you guys for indulging us for another week and hope yeah. you guys are enjoying it and thank you fredo for hitting us or you know clap Up. back at us and let us know what's up um <laughs> Uh, uh, and anybody else want to get back at us, hit us up on uh, the twits or the, the yeah. email. So Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, we threw a lot of movies out there. If there's something we missed, uh, I don't doubt it. But let us know. BruinViewPod at gmail.com or on Twitter at BruinViewPod. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, until next week. Uh, have fun in New York. No, thanks. Thanks. I'll uh, have and, <laughs> Have fun in Delaware. In South Central PA. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know you're not in Delaware. Oh, yes. That's right. I knew there was something. Groupers. Uh, groupers in Philly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not yeah, mm. not my favorite town. No. Not my kind of town. Did you see the new mascot for uh, the Flyers? <laughs> I did. Ready? And I loved the After Disasters take on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of groupers, yeah. Um, yeah, hockey's back. Baseball's uh, getting hot. And yeah. who, who dat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, see y'all. Bye. Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record album have their own hidden symbols and messages as well as all the lyrics of all the top rock songs and they all sing the same refrain it's fun to take a trip put acid in your veins
and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 